I feel like they announced me Alan Smith for week Puckley Stories with today's Prison Journal on Wednesday, September 14th. So, front page paper today is a council blasted for slavery fund U turn decision. So, this is a Aberdeenshire councillors have been condemned for not standing up against the blood money in local schools. So this is about the coalition administration have been asked to cut ties to the £1.8 million dick bequest, which uh, was set up nearly two and a years ago with profits made by a man involved in the slave trade. But the council leader said they would be appointing two new governors for the trust, stating they could effect change better in the tent. That decision was viewed by critics as a normalising slavery and a U-turn on a previous decision made by former council leader Andy Kelly, eh, that they would no longer support the trust. Eh, it was near until last year that the shocking truth about the why eh, Dick made his fortune was revealed by two historians, David Alston and Donald Morrison. They called for the remaining money to be returned to Jamaica. However, no action has been taken in response to their research. Eh, Murray Council also has governors on the board of trustees. So, well... Yeah. I suppose 1.8 million would make, you know, a bit of difference to um, some folk in Jamaica. But for 200 years ago, it's um, a hard call. And if it's for, set up for schools here, then it's very, very tricky for the, for the council, I suppose, to turn that away. But, um, you know, obviously us two boys have done a bit of research and come up with something that nobody else had in the, in the intervening years. So... Um, it's up to the council to decide what they want to do with us in, but um, very tricky. Now here is a call for vacant houses to be put into use, so uh, bringing empty properties back into use could ease pressure on Murray's housing stock. That was a view of Donald Gatt, for the Tory councillor for Keith and Cullen at the Housing and Community Services Committee yesterday. A report showed that only 351 affordable homes out of the one... 1,187 needed were built in Murray between April 2018 and March 2022. It also showed that in March this year, 3,472 folk were on the housing waiting list with seven applications for every vacancy. Mr. Gard said we're obviously not going to build the way out of this issue. We're not really buying any properties either. So bear in mind at a previous meeting at this community, we heard there were over 4,000 empty houses in Murray. Uh, what can the council do to actively encourage folk for or not empty houses to bring them back into use so they are available for rent or sale? If we even got a percentage of that 4,000 properties back in use, it would ease things considerably, I feel. Um, so, well, the council are just saying we're aware there are uh, often complex circumstances that lead owners to move on. So, well, I think management will be quite a decent plan because we're saying... You know, folks not using houses and are sitting empty um, surely be in their best interest to, uh, you know, either rent them out to a councillor, sell them to a councillor or something, or for a council to uh, compulsory purchase them if they've been empty for, for a long, long time, because, um, you know, folk desperate for houses, so it must be a frustrating if they've seen a hell of empty. Ones, but, well, we'll see what happens with that scene, but um, yeah, good in a boy for bringing it up. Good idea, I think. Now here is a villagers fear 
isolation with a new bus timetable. This is a concerns have been raised. Uh, some Aberdeenshire communities may be completely cut off due to proposed bus timetable changes. Stagecoach Bluebird recently announced their plans to shack up certain services across the northeast for October 31st. Although the operator says the changes aim to create faster and more efficient journeys for passengers, some locations have been completely cut off in the process. Bus options for Blackburn residents have been significantly reduced in the plans, limiting connections to Aberdeen, Kintore and Kemney. A series of public consultations was held for residents to share their views, where an online process also took in place. However, there was no public meeting held in Blackburn due to a lack of time in the schedule, despite it being the village most impacted by the possible changes. Um, passengers can still get in, in touch with stagecoach to raise any concerns via their social media accounts or contact number. So a new bus service, number 9, has been proposed as the only option for residents to travel from Blackburn to Aberdeen. It will leave for the Lies Hotel stop and travel to the Saavia Aberdeen Royal Infirmary 13 times a day during the week and between, um, that's between 5.55am and 6.35pm. Uh, 110B will gain for Blackburn to Aberdeen at 11.13pm between Monday and Friday. Um, East Geary Councillor Glenn Reid said he has been actively working to make sure residents are aware of the proposed changes and shared constituents' concerns with the bus company. Um, and there's just a hell of a folk saying can it's nay like it's nay used because sometimes there's eight or nine folk waiting in a bus to come and, uh, you know, there's uh, a lot more need for a, a bus coming in out of Blackburn than for the company saying. So, um, over to them, but I think, um, you know, it kind of made sense if he was coming from Inverurie, Kintour, to get ruined by Blackburn and there was nobody there to pick him up because, um, you know, it's not that far off a beaten track. It's just like a, somebody said to me, it's just like a big lay-by Blackburn, but probably not far wrong. So, yeah, I think maybe time to look again, Mr. Bus and Driving Bus Company. Now here's a North East money regrets wearing shorts and flip-flops donor the Queen. Um, a pupil support assistant, Faber Deanshire, said he was glad to have gone to Edinburgh to say farewell to the Queen. Uh, Simon Forbes, for travel to Edinburgh in shorts and flip-flops, said in spite of the cold weather and nightmare train trip back home, he wanted to be part of history. Um, so he bides in Bell Hill and he works at Broomhill School in Aberdeen. He made the trip to the Scottish capital uh, witnessing a moment in time after seeing the Queen's hearse go through Holborn Street on Sunday. Arriving at Edinburgh at Waverley Station about half past one on Monday afternoon, he managed to find a spot in the Royal Mail about 100 yards from St Giles Cathedral. He said, by that time it was just absolutely packed, so I was standing on my tiptoes trying to look over poop folks' heads and getting the camera zooming in as best as I could. He managed to see the flag on top of Her Majesty's coffin, but said he left it too late to see the royal family walk past. Annoying. Despite this, he really wanted to get to St Giles to see the Queen's coffin and made his way to the meadows to wait, arriving there at five past four. He said, the amount of folk in the meadows, I've never seen it like that. It was just like a snake um, effect zigzagging across. And it kind of reminded me of when you see folk at Wimbledon queuing to get in. So he waited five hours to get into Kirk, entering at five past nine. Um, he said, the atmosphere was worth it. He says, you're chatting with folk, you've... You're hearing laughs and mucking jokes and discussing what the Queen meant to you and everybody. We all made the best of it. Uh, when you go into the cathedral, 
To see Her Majesty's coffin, he said the five minutes he spent in the cathedral were super quiet and super respectful. At half past nine, he was back at Waverley to get his train back to Aberdeen, but um, it didn't get to plan. He was delayed in Edinburgh due to a train broken and down, and then needed to get a replacement bus at Dundee. Oh my God. However, after getting home at five to four in the morning, he was meant to get back to Aberdeen at uh, ten past midnight. He said, the minute I got home, I thought, I'm glad I did it well. <laughs> well done to him, I suppose. Or, um, you know, some folk would uh, think twice about doing it, but uh, obviously it meant a lot to him, and um, he put up with all that uh, things to go and see them. He can, at least he can say he was there when he, he seen it live for himself. So I had quite a good view on the TV. Now, Gerdon started to bloom at long last, and I says, uh, the first part of the refurbished Union Terrace Gardens has opened to the public. The historic step in the £30 million project comes 140 days after a so-called soft reopening of the Victorian Gardens um, was abandoned at the very last minute. Uh, the milestone comes as new council documents confirm the price of the uh, rejuvenation has soared to £29.8 million, um, which is a million and a half pound more than uh, they thought it was going to be. But there's a new paved area running for the William Wallace statue to the statue of Albert, Prince Consort, uh, and that has now been freed from the hoardings. The progress has allowed the opening up of the first business premises built as part of the regeneration work. The Rosemount Pavilion, housing the Common Sense Coffee House and Bar, opened at noon yesterday. Um, so, and there's a picture in, you can probably look online and see it, but uh, it looks very, very swish indeed, and certainly you get a a good view to being anti Aberdeen for the with the train for him brewery or contour. And uh yeah, fingers crossed the rest of us not far ahead now because we've waited long enough for us and uh okay, there's been COVID and all different things, but you know, everything else is kinda of back to normal now, so us needs to get on now and get um finished up and get you know, a practice with the winter time for when it's extremely hot next summer it'll be a rare place to hang about, I think. But uh, looks very good. Near four time. Now, just finish up with Sporters Normal on the back page of the paper today is the January plans well under why. Jim Goodwin's as bad as the shops, new by the Christmas stuff in already. Um, anyway, Aberdeen boss Jim Goodwin has already started putting plans in place to strengthen further in the January window. He made 11 new signings in the summer for more than £1.5 million, but uh, he refuses to stand still in his bid to bring success to the club and has already turned his attention to the winter. Windy. Well, I'm sure the chairman's just delighted about that, just when he thought he could put his checkbook away, um, or a, the club credit card. He'll have to pop it back out again and get a, another couple of players. But he is, Good was also saying now that for some players that kind of get a game, you know, he'll be uh, happy to discuss uh, moving on if that's what they win. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, as long as they keep on winning, they'll still get players winning to come, that's for sure. So come on, everybody. Now it's me done for the announcer we proclaim the result today is P and J on the Wednesday fourteenth of September twenty twenty two. And it's been a half decent day up in the Berlin today, actually, quite uh, fine and bright and uh, warm at times I'd say and uh, odd sure ranges for like a minute or two uh, a wee bit of drizzle but uh Nemoclana hang so yes all uh, uh, very good today and um thank you very much for listening to this podcast new. Hope you enjoyed it and if uh, you know, just the usual, rock your brains, think of somebody else for you think might uh, 
like it doesn't matter if they bide and um, well only why in the world forever they bide let them kind of go to Doric Express where they can find it how to subscribe and um, try and get a puck on your folk on board that would just be uh, tip top in the meantime thanks very much cheers now doodle